When John, who was in prison, heard about the deeds of the Messiah, he sent his disciples to ask him, Are you the one who is to come? Or should we expect someone else? John wanted the answer, not from his own doubts as he sat there in prison. John wanted the answer from Jesus. Turn to the word of Christ. And Jesus actually does the same thing. Jesus doesn't flat out say and clearly say, yes, I am the Christ. He could have, but he wanted John's disciples and he wants us to find the answer in the same place that John looked, in scripture, from the word. Jesus points John's disciples to the word of God. This message comes from Rock of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona. December 11, 2022. Matthew 11:2-11. 2-11. Have you ever found that something was overhyped? Maybe it was a restaurant, a book, or perhaps a movie. And all the surrounding news about it just didn't lead it to expectations for what you had for it. Or maybe someone told you something was wonderful or you heard all these good things about something but didn't get what you expected. You know, that was kind of what happened when Disney was trying to promote their movie called John Carter. They were going to make it the next best thing, a new space saga to replace something like Star Wars and be their own version of it. And they spent millions of dollars on production, had an Oscar-winning director, director, and they put all sorts of effort into making sure it would succeed with promoting it with millions of dollars of promotional videos. But as it turned out, people just weren't excited to watch another space saga. And so despite all the hype and all the effort, the movie fell far short of expectations. The critics didn't hate it, just people weren't interested in watching it. And so it actually cost the company over $100 million of a loss. Maybe you found something else was overhyped, a restaurant or a politician or whatever it might be. It didn't meet the expectations of you or others around you. Can that happen with the coming of Christ and the message about Jesus as Messiah? Now, I'm not talking about the way people hype up about Christmas with commercialism or the way that people will sometimes decorate their house for Christmas as if they're trying to prepare for the landing lights of an international airport. Now, I mean the, the very message of Jesus as Messiah, God's chosen one. Might that at times be viewed by some or even by us as something that's maybe a message that's a little bit overhyped? Well, that's the way that John the baptizer and some of his disciples started to feel at one point. So today we'll look at John, or Matthew chapter 11 and there we'll see just, just why we can say with full genuine excitement and eager expectation, come Lord Jesus as Messiah. Here we see uh, John the Baptist is someone who had spent, if anyone had, he had spent all his life preparing for and hyping up the coming of the Messiah. That's his purpose, really, in life, is to prepare the world for the coming of the Anointed One, Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ. 
And if anyone had worked hard to hype up the world for, for Jesus' coming, it was John. John had lived a hard and humble life preaching out in the wilderness. And to some extent, you can see how it began to work. Crowds were coming from everywhere to hear about John and his preaching, to hear John, this preacher in the wilderness. And from all over Galilee and across Judea, crowds were coming to him to hear. The hype was growing. And people, when they heard John preaching about the coming one, began to grow excited about the one who was to come. And with all that hype built up, the day came. And John pointed to a man who was before him and told the crowds, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one that I spoke about, the one who is coming after me. This I have seen and testified. This one is the Son of God, the Messiah. Some of John's disciples ended up following Jesus. Others, it appears, weren't entirely convinced yet. It would take a little bit more convincing. And then just a few months after that, we see how John's disciples, some of them were still with John, but John himself was now in prison. John had been preaching and teaching the word of God, and because of that, Herod Antipas, the ruler in Galilee, threw John into prison. And there was John, this great preacher, now with no audience in jail. And so you can imagine how John and some of John's disciples were wondering, what about Jesus? Why wasn't this great Messiah who was supposed to bring joy, peace, justice, and restoration, why wasn't Jesus, the coming one, freeing John from prison? Why wasn't Jesus restoring things and making things right? And so, Jesus was doubted by even, it seems, John, the baptizer, and his disciples. Was all the hype worth it? You know, we might find ourselves at times caught up in our own thinking. Sure, we, we hear the message about Jesus, but like so many of the world around us, we begin to wonder, is Jesus really caught up and meant to be everything that he's hyped to be? When we hear the message about Jesus as the one who will bring us joy, peace, and restoration, do we find that it's just what we expected? There are those who are suffering. Maybe you have some sort of ailment as you find your vision begins to fail, your body grows weak. Isn't Jesus the Messiah? Doesn't he bring us what we need? And maybe you're wondering, it doesn't feel like he's bringing what we need. Maybe we're not thrown in prison like John, but the coming of the Messiah hasn't ushered in an era of wonderful joy that we might perhaps expect or want, does it? And we can begin to be so wrapped up in our own ideas and our own thinking about what Jesus is supposed to bring us that we buy into this idea of so many in the world around us that maybe Jesus is just a little bit overhyped. Let's not get too excited about him coming as Messiah. He's not doing what we need. But if we do this, we begin to 
give way to our own foolish hearts and our own foolish ideas? Where can we turn when we have doubts, when we begin to wonder about Jesus? And can we really cry, come Jesus as Messiah in full confidence? Where do we turn? Well, John turned to the word. He sent his disciples to Jesus. When you have doubts about Jesus as the Messiah and the peace, joy, and restoration he brings, turn to Jesus. Don't turn to your, your merely own ideas about Jesus or what the crowds who aren't convinced might think about Jesus. Turn to the word. John sends him as he says, when, when John, who was in prison, heard about the deeds of the Messiah, he sent his disciples to ask him, are you the one who is to come? Or should we expect someone else? John wanted the answer, not from his own doubts as he sat there in prison. John wanted the answer from Jesus. Turn to the word of Christ. And Jesus actually does the same thing. Jesus doesn't flat out say and clearly say, yes, I am the Christ. He could have, but he wanted John's disciples and he wants us to find the answer in the same place that John looked, in Scripture, from the Word. Jesus points John's disciples to the Word of God. It's that word which we read on Sunday morning this week from Isaiah 35. It's that word that we read in singing the Psalm 146. The Word of God points to what the Messiah would do. Jesus replied, Go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight. The lame walk. Those who have leprosy are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised. You know, all these things that are listed are recorded in Scripture regarding the coming one, the Messiah. God's chosen one would bring about these things. And yes, Jesus did this. Jesus opened the eyes of the blind so they could see. Jesus healed the sick so that they were cured of their diseases. Jesus made the, the lame walk. Jesus even raised the dead. And would Jesus help the poor? What says, the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Once again, quoting from scripture. The Messiah didn't come to bring earthly riches and wealth. He came to bring something far greater. And in fact, he came for far more than the miracles that we saw and heard reported about Jesus. They point to scripture's fulfillment about the coming of the Messiah. And the Messiah would come to proclaim good news to the poor. Good news to all this world who spiritually are poor and longing for the coming of the Messiah. That's why Jesus says, Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. You could also translate that as, Blessed is the one who is not offended or take offense at me. See, the Messiah came. He came. But he came in such lowliness that the disciples of John and John himself apparently questioned, Is this the man? Are you the man, Jesus? But our answer is found as we look at the prophets. The fulfillment of one who would do these acts was also one who would come like Jesus did in such lowliness. He was prophesied as Messiah says, as Isaiah says, the one who would be born of the virgin 
Emmanuel, God with us. And as Psalm 146 says, it is the Lord who opens the eyes of the blind. It is the Lord who does all these things and gives good news to the poor. Jesus came in lowliness to fulfill scripture. And the fulfillment of scripture is far more than helping us with our ordinary problems in the way that an earthly hero or politician might bring us out of prison or might make us temporarily wealthy. No, he came to fix the source of the problem, to deal with our sin. Jesus went on with his answer to say, and he told the crowds and John's disciples as they left, what did you go out in the wilderness to see? Did you go out there to see and to listen to someone who is swayed by the trends of this world? He calls it a, a reed swayed by the wind. When you went to listen to John, who was telling you of the coming Messiah, did you go out to see someone who was bending according to the pressures of the society around him? Maybe the same could be said to you. When you look to answers about who Jesus is, what kind of preaching and teaching do you want to find from the word? Do you want to hear a preacher who is swayed by the world around you and with the times? No. Well, what did you want to see when you opened the pages of scripture, when you listened to the preaching of John, when you hear the words of the prophets? Do you want to find someone who's wearing fine clothes in a palace of kings? No. You want someone who comes with the truth. Jesus says, what did you go out to see? A prophet. Yes. You want to hear one who gives the word of God. One who's not swayed by the times and the trends of this world, but who points to the problem of sin. The sin and curse which brings us blindness, sickness, and death. And the people came out to hear a prophet like John, the greatest of the prophets, because all the prophets pointed to the Christ, the coming one. But John, you see, got to point to, directly to, the Christ who had come. John is more than a prophet. He's the one about who it's written. He would be the messenger before the Messiah. And Jesus says, of those born of woman, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. He is the greatest of all the Old Testament prophets. He pointed the people to the Messiah. John was right when he said, Look, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. John was right when he said, This one, I testify, is the Son of God, the one who was to come. And though Jesus came in lowliness, he came to fulfill scripture. And he did that by his perfect life and by his death and by his suffering. He came to bring us not just temporary healing, temporary peace and joy, temporary restoration, he came to bring us real and lasting peace, joy, and restoration. To remove our sins from us as he paid the price by his humble and lowly death in the flesh. And to assure us of the victory as he himself rose again from the grave. This is the greatest message from the greatest of all prophets. But you know, John didn't get to see that. For all the hype and for all the preparation that John gave, John would end up dying, killed, before he got out of prison. He wouldn't see Jesus die and rise again like you and I got to hear about from the eyewitnesses from Scripture. And we get to hear the message, the message from the greatest of the prophets fulfilled as Jesus, the one who came in such lowliness, is the one who was to come.
who would live and die for his people and rise again so that we could live forever in the kingdom of God. And here Jesus says, whoever is least in the kingdom is greater than he. We find ourselves, you are in a greater position than even John was. You have the fulfillment of the words and the works of Christ. You have the message that you have in full certainty of faith, scripture fulfilled in Jesus. And all the hype, all the rumors, they are true. Jesus fulfills the word. And yes, when he comes again, you couldn't possibly overhype what he has in store for us. In his kingdom, even the least in his kingdom stands as those who will live forever with everlasting joy, peace, and full restoration. You know, when Disney found that their movie, John Carter, was a flop, they canceled the entire series, and they ended up, just a year later, purchasing the Star Wars franchise for themselves. That was their solution. The, the hype failed, so they found another one. When we find that the expectations may not be what they're, what we might expect, we need to get rid of our own ideas and receive the free gift of Christ and find the truth in Scripture. Turn to the word of Christ, to the words of the prophets and John fulfilled. And all of our expectations lead us with genuine and real faith to cry out, Come, Lord Jesus, as you fulfill Scripture, as Messiah. And he brings us his peace, joy, and restoration as the Chosen One.